Revitalization of some Pittsburgh neighborhoods is well underway, but for others, it's still a slow process, especially when it comes to dealing with the city's thousands of abandoned lots. Getting them back on the books as functional parcels can be complicated, even under the best of circumstances. 90.5 WESA's Sarah Kovash brings us this story for Essential Pittsburgh, our ongoing series about how Pittsburgh lives and how the city is evolving. Zina Scott has lived in this wood-framed house on Rosewood Avenue in Homewood for 40 years. Though it's a nice house, she says she can't help but look out her window onto the grassy lot next door and imagine her dream home. I want to build an eco-friendly home. I want to build one that has uh, the water tubes for heating in the floor, the solar panels, no basement, you know, compact but big enough for my needs. In December, Scott got one step closer to her dream house when she officially took ownership of the two vacant lots next to her house. It's a process that started a decade ago. So then the house next door, it was abandoned, falling apart. People kept going in. They were stealing the plumbing out. They were stealing. I kept calling the police. I called the police so much they were sick of me calling, I'm sure. Vacant lots are a common sight in many Pittsburgh neighborhoods, which suffered enormous population loss in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. It's a major problem in Homewood, where nearly half of the lots in the neighborhood lack any kind of structure, and many of the buildings that do remain have been abandoned. Yeah, it leaves a sense of um, that people have forgotten about the neighborhood, and it also gives the appearance that people don't care about the neighborhood. That's Demi Kolke. She works with Operation Better Block, a development corporation in Homewood. Driving around the community, it's easy to see the remnants of the once vibrant neighborhood. Houses with wrought iron railings and intricate designs are arrested and tagged with graffiti. When the neighborhood becomes an eyesore, Kolke says it's easy to continue down that path. And it just kind of feeds into itself then because it lends to the um, like lack of responsibility and just kind of continues what might look like disarray or lack of ownership. Some residents have taken it upon themselves to try to fight the downward spiral by cleaning or even buying abandoned properties. But it's almost never easy. In Scott's case, she wanted to buy the lots next door. But she ran into a problem. The properties were still in the names of the owners who had died. Nobody was taking care of them. So my question to the city was, how long do you let the property go with taxes not being paid? Owners not taking care of it before you do something. The city's hands are tied, though. It can't take ownership of any property until it has accrued at least $300 in delinquent taxes. But the city did have a responsibility to deal with the hazardous properties. Thanks to Scott's constant pestering, the city eventually condemned the buildings and knocked them down. So I pushed. Had I not pushed, it would have just sat there. When the city demolishes a house like that, they'll put a lien on it, a demolition lien, that can cost as much as $10,000. While big companies or developers can absorb those costs, most regular citizens can't. Scott, for example, used a side yard acquisition program. It wipes away the majority of those costs for the new buyer. The idea is to get it back on the books as a functioning, tax-accruing property again. In Scott's case, she put down around $200 for each empty lot, but they weren't hers just yet. She had to wait for the city to figure out all the titles and fees. It took three years. Once the house came down, I got back in touch with the guy at the city, 
And he said, well, we've started the process. About every six months I'd call him. What's going on? Well, we haven't heard anything. What's going on? Demi Kolke at Operation Better Block says Scott is lucky to even get that far. She often helps Homewood residents navigate the process of buying an abandoned lot. There's a long list of requirements, including having homeowner's insurance, being current on your taxes, and making sure your house has no code violations. So that right there knocks out most of the people in Homewood who would want to apply. In the past six years that Kolke has helped residents through the process of buying a vacant lot, only six people have successfully completed the process. Six. With, I mean, considering the amount of vacancy in the neighborhood, right, and the interest of people to help eliminate that vacancy. It's not a very strong rate. Kolke says that process can be streamlined and made easier. The newly formed land bank is expected to facilitate that process and increase transparency. Meanwhile, Aaron Pickett from the city's Department of Finance says they're making a concerted effort to communicate more with buyers. I think in the past we weren't doing that. Now, I return calls daily, daily with city of Pittsburgh residents saying, hey, your property is in this stage and it, it'll be going to Treasury and you know, various stages. I have a problem with some worms, but I need to come out and get my grains pulled. As you can see, I have tomato plants. Oh, nice. Okay. For Scott, it was worth the effort and years of waiting. Today, the lots are covered in thick green grass and home to four raised beds filled with vegetables she shares with her neighbors. I've gotten less and less garbage thrown on it over the years it used to be I cleaned it up every week um, I keep it clean as you see every week I, I walk out and I bring a baggie out with me and I pick stuff up and I have less and less each week what once was a constant frustration in Scott's life now represents her future and she says there's more than enough room to build her dream house I'm Sarah Kovash 90.5 WESA News